0: It's time for Hey.com. This is the podcast where we help marketers and business owners, just like you, get more value out of your video marketing efforts. My name is Dane Golden, and today we're going to speak with Steve McWilliams, the inventor of the iDirect. Welcome, Steve. The inventor of the iDirect. Yes, yes. Welcome. Thank you very much. How is iDirect spelled? eye
1: D-I-R-E-C-T.
0: One word, capital One D. Word, correct. Okay. Now, so IDirect is a device. I call it a sideways periscope, but what do you call it? I
1: would call it a sideways periscope. That's a good uh that's a good reference to it. It's much like a teleprompter or an auto cue. But in those instances, you have a monitor that reflects text in front of a screen and then the subject can read the text. Well, what my device does is it requires no electricity. It's just mirrors. So it makes it more like a periscope and a subject looks to a reflection of the interviewer and vice versa. The interviewer can see the subject through the device. So the subject ends up Speaking directly into the lens because they're just having eye contact with the interviewer.
0: So let's let's repeat and rephrase for emphasis because I really want the listeners to envision what this looks like. So so they it's a a hood of sorts that goes over the camera. It looks much like a mat box where it mounts directly we don't, in front of not, the not lens. Not everyone here is a pro, so so. So help us with the terminology a little bit. You're right.
1: Just directly in front of the glass lens, you've got this uh, box that mounts to the, the camera, and it actually covers the camera. So often your subject doesn't even know there's a camera present. What they see, they look into this box, and they see a reflection of the person interviewing them.
0: Mm-hmm. When, why is that important? Why would they want to see a reflection? Of the, why can't they just look to the side of the camera as many people do if someone's interviewing them?
1: Well, that is the older style because to get a, a non-actor, a real person to be able to look directly into the lens and connect with the audience was often artificial and it uh, often was uncomfortable for the subject to try to do. But the more and more uh, media that you see these days it is using devices like this that will pull that attention straight into the lens. You also have the confessional cam in many reality shows where the people go in, look directly into the lens. You know they're by themselves and they speak directly uh, into the lens. And so you get a real solid connection with the subject and the audience, the the viewer of the video. And that because communication is so much a part that nonverbal communication that eye contact uh, is so much a part of the way humans in society respond. Uh, I don't know that we would tolerate our newscasters and our presenters and our People selling us on uh, television commercials uh, when they, they're convincing us that the product is the finest and the greatest. I don't know that we would uh, accept them looking off. We want to see them looking directly to us these days.
0: Yes, and that's one of the reasons I went searching for something to recommend to our video production partners. and And that's how I found you a couple of years ago because... So many so-called corporate videos don't look the camera in the eye. And I I just feel that on YouTube, that can be a death knell. And I was wondering what you're thinking about that.
1: Yes, it it can. And what you find is in YouTube, the ones that are really – uh, knocking it out of the park are the ones that make that intimate connection with their audience they've got that direct camera aware presence they look right down the barrel of the lens and they they visit with their audience and connect that way. What we find in a lot of corporate environments, and I shoot a lot of corporate material myself, my background's television commercials as a director cameraman mm. but the uh, when you are doing corporate often you're in a uh, C-suite office and you are trying to be unobtrusive, you may or may not be able to afford a teleprompter or to put that in front of somebody. And often the solutions come up with a, an assistant trying to write something out on a piece of paper and hold it to the side of the camera so that the CEO might uh, feel, uh, present like he, he knows these facts and these numbers and these names off the top of his head but actually that kind of introduces another dynamic that that just pulls all authenticity away from the viewer.
0: I think it's I think it's more than that too. And 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 you're the expert on this, but one of the things that I've I've come to believe is that YouTube acts as a salesperson for the company. That it is actually their top salesperson when that is speaking to the camera, whether someone's buying something or not. This is the image of the company that someone gets. And I don't know how many people you've had try to sell to you if they would walk in and look over your shoulder instead of looking you in the eye. I don't think they'd do very well. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, well, I, I couldn't agree more. Of course, I'm a big fan of eye contact because I'm involved with this, but I didn't invent eye contact. This is a <laughs> human dynamic. And you find that when someone never looks up from their uh, electronics, their phone or their iPad, or they they won't even turn to you away from their screen when you might walk to the their open door, uh, just that disconnect where they don't have full attention to you, uh, is uh, picked up, and I, I think it really does uh, uh, say something about the person who ignores that interaction. You really want to have that that interaction and that time to connect, and um, fortunately, iDirect uh, uh, solves some of those uh, uh, challenges.
0: What, what was the problem you were trying to solve when you created this?
1: Initially, I had... Uh, always thought that babies and moms would be great. This would be great because you don't, you can't use logic with a 10-month-old. But you could reflect mom in front of the device and the baby would look to mom. Or the baby looks to uh, jingling keys or their favorite toy. And so you could c- capture pounds and pounds of footage uh, just by the baby being attentive to mom. The first time I actually put it into use, I was shooting a Target back-to-school commercial with the PBS spokesdog uh, Wishbone, who was uh, had had 40 episodes of uh, the dog with an inner monologue to the audience.
0: <laughs> a dog actor. You were working with a, a dog, dog actor.
1: Exactly. And so I was wondering what I could do that they hadn't done in 40 episodes. And basically, I asked the dog trainer if – It was possible to have the dog speak to their master and then turn into camera for like an aside, something (laughs) like, you know, oh, well, thanks for getting my dinner. But do I have to go to school tomorrow? You know, just to have some cute little component where the dog looks over his shoulder right into lens. Mm -hmm. And she said, there's no way to do that. I can send him to the lens, but I can't pull him. Uh, I mean, she said, I can't send Mm -hmm. him to the lens, but I can pull him from the lens. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, could you work with the dog to see if he would work in a reflection? And oh, yeah, sure, they work in reflections, not a problem. I just jingle his little treat cup and the noise and the sight uh, pulls his attention into where he sees the treat cup and that could be a reflection.
0: So you sort of rigged up something special? I did. Uh, initially it was a, uh, pizza
1: box was followed by some foam core and, uh, some black tape. So it didn't look, uh, quite so bad in the production stills. And I didn't want to embarrass myself with a, um, uh, you know, a, a large pepperoni kind of hanging off the front of the, of the motion picture camera. So, uh, I thought I was best to go ahead and build it out of something
0: that looked a little more pro. So, so, um, to help people visualize this a little bit more i I've described it to people as a as a sideways periscope if you ever use those mostly as a kid. but uh, tell me if I'm correct the The subject looks at the camera, but they don't see the camera eye. What they see through a series of mirrors is they see the person standing behind or to the side. Of the camera, correct? Exactly.
1: Right, right. And they generally their the general
0: expressions, they hear them because they're not far away. It's as if they're looking at a person.
1: Exactly. And uh, it also allows the seated interviewer to sit where they always have been. They've always usually been seated on the right side of camera or on the left side of camera. And they, they kind of get their head close to the camera lens so that the the subject to look closer into the lens, but my device puts a mirror in front of the actual camera lens that reflects a second mirror, which reflects the interviewer. And the the beauty of that it's just kind of a, uh, a happy uh, happy accident the way it worked with iDirect. But because it has two mirrors, you can now hold up a photograph, a newspaper headline, you or a name down on an index card and hold it up. And the two mirrors make the image a left-to-right correct image. It's no longer a reflection. Mm-hmm. I call it a referral. So when the baby looks at mom through my device, if mom's hair is parted on the right side, that's what the baby sees. The baby doesn't see a reflection of mom, but actually sees this, this referral. And once you use it and sit down with it, it's interesting because, uh, I have had agencies say, well, this is a box we're going to use for eye contact and this is the way it works and all this. And generally what happens is by about the third or fourth interview, they just suggest look at me and they start a conversation and it just is as smooth as it is if you're sitting across from a dinner table.
0: It it needs no special instructions no. it f- for the for the speakers that is, correct. And, yeah, and and I wanted to ask also because when we look at other people, friends, relatives, loved ones, or strangers, we have certain facial expressions, not just our eyes looking directly at the camera, but we have certain emotions, sometimes good, sometimes bad, but, but they're more relatable, I think. And do you think that that's part of the resonance of, is the success of this?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. When you, when you are leaning into a dinner conversation, and you can pick up the nuance of a raised eyebrow or a little tension in the forehead, or uh, perhaps there's a glance off left or right. And all of these things uh are I think of them as a semaphore, a a code that comes from the the subject. They're sending you a message. And um as humans, we're lucky enough to be able to respond to those and and to pick them up very quickly. And I think it's um it's critical to have uh, that kind of attention when there's uh, a, a difficult message a um, a trauma that's being revealed a uh, certainly in those environments, yes, but uh, survivors when they tell their stories you you want to be able to be sensitive to what they're saying and pick up those subtle cues but right. when somebody is uh, championing their their product uh, telling you that their people are going to pay attention and that they have a strong work ethic, you also want to look into that face and recognize that those eyes are telling the truth.
0: And and uh, how how big a deal is it? You know, somebody says, "Hey, listen, I just I just sit right by the camera; it's close enough." Do you feel that looking directly versus looking five or ten degrees off camera that big a deal, or? big deal.
1: Well, if I suggest to people, if they're going to include the interviewer's questions or if you ever see the interviewer, then it's it's perfect to have the subject look to the camera right or left and have the the interviewer to respond that way. And if if you hear that person on camera, there's a reason for them to look off. But if you're trying to allow the subject to be the center focal point and you want them to tell the entire story. Uh, you will not hear a narrator. You won't hear the questions. The, the, the balance there is to get that eye contact directly into camera. And you can tell if they're looking even an inch or inch off axis and the, the, uh,
0: it's all Suspect. this is all in our lizard brain, right? We have these <laughs> we understand many more um emotions of the face than we think we know. We understand a lot more about eye movement than we think we do. It's, it's all really down in our subconscious most much of it.
1: It is. I th- and uh, the the papers that I've read and I've researched this and what is that trick and why is it that people uh are so interested in getting this direct eye contact. And uh, it goes back to the the other 220 primates that, that don't have the whites around their eyes. There's an anthropologist that suggests that that white around the eye is what allows humans to have a collaborative society. Wow. One human can look to the other and see where they're looking. Whereas with other primates, if a human will just tilt their head, eyes closed to the ceiling, the primate will look to the ceiling. Hmm. But a human won't be deceived that way. So that uh, there's a very rich, uh, like you say, a very uh, primitive component to uh, the necessity of eye contact. Right. And uh, I've just been lucky enough to be part of uh, cobbling together some mirrors and some plastic and a nice metal bracket. And hmm. voila, we can capture it for the
0: camera. And and I and I uh, also am an avid reader of a blog called Body Language Success, which has really thousands of posts on these micro expressions that you don't really think about until he describes them. And you're like, oh, well, that's really – of course that's valid. And – um and so these are things that we don't notice and sometimes they happen very quickly, but I wanted to ask you so now someone's hearing about this thing it goes with a camera, but what about that sort of person that is a prosumer in, in in a level they maybe they've been brought on at a company and they're the official videographer, they may have all sorts of different types of names you know, they're they're saying, OK, well, now I've, I'm in charge of interviewing all these people um, at the maybe at the C-suite or wherever in the company. And they're like, yeah, this product sounds nice, but I don't know if I really want to mess around with a whole other thing. How hard <laughs> how hard is this actually to put into use?
1: Well, some people have said from start to finish, it takes about 10 minutes to set up the larger uh, device, mm-hmm. which is built for the optimos and the mirror cameras and the the large production style cameras
0: what if they have a dslr you know just something pretty straightforward it's nice but maybe it's not as heavy or the tripod isn't as heavy can this be used can the iDirect direct be used with just something like that
1: right it it can and I have two models one is large for the production style cameras for television commercials and and larger projects and it's been used all over the world by BBC and NASCAR and NFL films and and um uh, uh, others that I can't mention
0: but it rhymes with the blord motor company
1: <laughs> uh, close yeah very close but Social media companies uh, have multiple devices in different offices, banks, hospitals. There's even a Cadillac dealership in my hometown that has one, um, as well as rental houses that uh, get them. And uh, we do ship all over the world and often ship multiple units to uh, the UK. And uh, got a call today from, um, do you have a device in Singapore? And uh, I sold one to Singapore, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And uh, but it's very exciting that way. It's a, it is a easy device to set up. It can be balanced on almost on uh, the head of a pin, as you don't need real heavy tripods as you used to in the old days with teleprompters. It has an adjustable base plate, and uh, I've built it so that the small one accommodates DSLRs and mirrorless cameras with prime lenses or short zooms, and that one will fold up like a laptop, and you can put it over your shoulder and carry it on a plane. The larger ones come in a foam-fitted case, and they're built for the production-style cameras.
0: And is it appropriate to say how much they cost?
1: Uh, Surely it's easy to find it on my website, and the price hasn't changed in in years. And um, that's because I feel like this is the price I would pay for this mm-hmm. device, the the larger one is right at $2,000 and the small one is right at $1,000. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had mentioned that uh, for the new videographer or the new camera person that goes yeah. into an environment and they really want to uh, change the look, uh, do something – Uh, that um, short of lighting with a ring light or bringing in uh, uh, deciding to shoot everything under 5,600 or whatever that decision might be. Uh, I do have a uh, producer who said uh, as soon as he got the eye direct, he started shooting these camera aware direct eye contact interviews of those in academic circles. He works Mm -hmm. with universities and colleges all over the country. And he said there was that that one little trigger that people couldn't put their finger on it. But everybody looked in the lens, everybody from the bursar to the dean to the uh, professor to the uh, s- student and alumnus. And uh, that solid connection on every piece of video uh, just changed the way those videos were accepted. And so that they it might that a lot more item. business
0: because of that, because they look a lot better.
1: Well, you would hope. And uh, <laughs> also, you don't have to introduce the interviewer in those uh, those video spots where you've got three or four people talking about accessibility to faculty. You don't have to have somebody over questioning them. You can just have them directly in the camera and telling a story about The subject
0: and and and, uh, if people don't see that they're going to use it all the time, there are the rental houses and these guys will ship and can rent it for a few days, that type of thing, right? Right,
1: right. And what I found there's been some, like the Amanda Knox uh, uh, video on Netflix and uh, cartel and uh, many of the others that they find they rent it for two or three days and they might have might as well have bought it
0: it's your best sales tool.
1: It is. It really is because it just, it makes it so simple for uh, that connection to be established. But you can see in the um, uh, pro, the real professional uh, productions also, when they need that dynamic bumper, you will see the camera person just enjoy that eye contact and zip in with the lens and go from eye to left eye to right eye and pop down to their hands and back up to an eyeball. And, and so they're using that, that uh, eye contact where normally you might hear a question being asked and the subject is, uh, has undivided attention to the questioner. That is a goldmine for the editor where the cameraman can go in and find all these wonderful little direct eye contact moments. And then the editor sequences them together into a little bumper. And uh, you see that quite a lot. There's a great uh, uh, show on Netflix called uh, Long Shot, and it features that sort of uh, editing style that is just – it's real exciting.
0: And so with the iDirect, you can have a CEO be as comfortable on camera as a YouTuber in about a minute.
1: You can. And the, I say that uh, often when I'm challenged that, oh, this, this gentleman's really difficult or, oh, he doesn't have much time for us or any number of things. Um, I find that if I can use my facial expression and if I lift my eyebrows up and if I raise my voice up and give him that raised shoulder and those hands to the ceiling, he will see all of that, pick all that up in that nonverbal. And he reacts in the camera. Mm-hmm. He could also react if I was to the side of him, but it would be a little odd. But this way, when when you cut to him, you take out my question. He's amped up. He's hmm. he's energized. He's mimicking. Uh, you know, there's a, a a wonderful little thing discovered back in the 90s uh, called mirror neurons, and these mirror neurons. Uh, Fire, when I drink water, if you see me do that, you start to salivate and and feel the
0: water. Yeah, that's why I can't watch fast food commercials. <laughs> T- tell me, Steve McWilliams, how can people find out more about you and the iDirect?
1: Well, we have a little website that uh, we do all of our business there. It's called iDirect.tv and it's spelled uh, like the uh the eye on your face e y e d i r e c t dot t v mm-hmm. we also sell f- uh from h photo in new york and uh c v p in london as well as v m i uh carry our product and uh like i say we we ship daily i'm from production and my background is somebody gets awarded a job on Monday and they want to shoot by Wednesday and and we can accommodate that. Uh, We're ready to go.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Steve McWilliams of iDirect. And people will be able to find this episode by searching for Hey and iDirect. My name is Dane Golden and I want to thank you, the listener, for joining us today. I do this podcast and the videos because I love helping marketers and business owners just like you grow your customer community through helpful how-do videos. Because when you share your expertise in a way that helps your customers live their lives better or do their jobs better, you'll earn their loyalty and their trust and their business. Thanks to our special guest, Steve McWilliams of iDirect. Until next week, here's to helping you help your customers through video.